Hello and welcome to Money Life News and Views. I'm Devashish Bas. Now, every bull run is different from the previous one, not just in the type of stocks or the sectors that they go up, that go up, but also in the social changes it unleashes. The bull run that started in sometime in May June 2020 uh, after COVID hit us set off two major changes. One there was an explosion in the number of account openings that is the broker uh, account openings as well as the DMAT account openings and the second was a massive proliferation of, in social media of handles, channels, different people who were called uh, financial influencers or fin influencers dispensing wisdom, tips and all kinds of information somewhat educational and some direct buy-sell recommendations. In combination, these two factors, which is the account of new account openings as well as the spread of social media, have become so large and influential that they mock at three SEBI regulations. A lot of this is illegal and therefore they mock at three key SEBI regulations which govern our, in, our savings and our investments into stock markets and other securities. The three SEBI rules that govern us is one, a research analyst recommendation, one is investment advice, advisor reg regulations and one is PMS or portfolio management services regulations. Now SEBI just a couple of weeks ago decided that it's going to now, in, now regulate uh, or come, come up with some set of rules for fin influencers who give unsolicited advice in social media. The question is if this has become so large and so widespread, can any rule stop it or control it or check it? Unfortunately, according to me, the genie is already out of the bottle and cannot be put back. The size, activity and influence of these people have become so large that SEBI's onerous or very tough regulations for registered advisors look hopelessly ineffective and those who follow them look like losers. We look like losers. We are one of them. We follow all those rules. The problem SEBI must understand is much, much bigger than simple influencing in social media with a few tweets or a few Facebook comments or YouTube videos. Financial consumers, look at it from the consumer's point of view. What do they want? They want buy-sell recommendations or want their money to be managed. Some set of people, the first set of people say that we don't want our money to be managed, just tell us what to do. The second set, they are willing to give the money to be managed. The first set, that is, who want buy-sell recommendations, they are all governed by, I mean, those who give buy-sell recommendations, they are all governed by SEBI's, as I said, research analyst regulations and financial advisor regulations. In case of RA, that is research analyst, it's just a research report. So we, if we subscribe to a research report, we can act on it, not act on it, it's up to us or whatever. The person who, who's issued this report doesn't know me or does not know my financial position and he's not supposed to know, he doesn't care. He's given a buy or a sell recommendation, he's issued a report, now it's up to us. The second set of people whom SEBI regulates is what is called investment advisors. Here, there is much deeper involvement. The financial advisor actually is supposed to know you about your finances. He's supposed to know your risk profile, he's supposed to know how much money you have, how much you save, what are your liabilities, what are your borrowings, and whether a particular 
product is suitable for you or not to invest in. He's also supposed to, uh, he can also do your uh, financial planning or your different goals and so on. He can track your portfolio, he can suggest a rebalancing and so on and so forth. But this is much more intensive and much more personal and much more customized. Several regulations for them are extremely tough. So nobody much comes and registers and does a big business out of advice. Okay. The regulations are so tough that they cannot accept fees through credit cards, have to sign a 26 clause investor agreement, have to maintain records of every piece of advice given with a rationale for it. Why have you suggested this and what are the reasons for this and so on. Maintain telephone recording, emails, SMS messages of any kind of advice they have given and other legally verifiable record for five years. And this is so impractical and tedious that the investment advisory business, which would be booming, has remained stunted. The explosion of DMAT accounts has hardly led to any growth in the advisory business. Because there are not too many people who are coming in and doing this. It's just so, so irritating and tedious. However, this has not provoked any discussions within SEBI. SEBI has two roles. One is regulation, one is promotion or development. A regulator's job, unfortunately, ends with rule making. It's not accountable for the outcome of the rules or their impact on the growth of the business. On the other hand, due to these rules being so tough, the legal advisory business is thriving. Neither research analysts nor investment advisors accept clients' money and manage it. They are only giving recommendations. Who does the job of managing? That is done by portfolio management services. It is illegal for you to do any of these businesses, whether it's research, whether it's advice or managing money without SEBI registration and following those registration, those rules very, very strictly. But too many people seem to be avoiding all of this. Now, to understand how difficult SEBI's task is, take a look at how many different ways in these regulations are violated. YouTube channels. The social media of choice for illegal advice is YouTube where Finn influencers post videos mostly in Hindi or a regional language or English which is a mix of Hindi and English to attract newly minted non-English speaking investors across India especially from small towns. These videos can have titles like how to buy your first share, get regular income from gold, earn two and a half crores in 20 years and so on. When cryptocurrency became uh, was booming, the, all these people were pushing cryptos and then people lost millions. The moment they actually recommend a share, they are doing something illegal. They can only confine themselves to educational videos, but I doubt if there's any market for educational videos. Second type of channel is Telegram, like WhatsApp, and Cosmo feed. While YouTube videos are needed for chart analysis, other visual displays of investment ideas, and a bit of show and tell, uh, Telegram is the most popular channel for stock tips. There are now new creator apps like Cosmofeed and Riggy, which allows me, if I am going to recommend, to accept payments. You can subscribe and then I can push you on to, for the actual, actual advice onto WhatsApp or Telegram. All right. Now, a lot of this, almost everything here is illegal. I can see hundreds of channels messaging stock tips daily. A tipster usually has a few thousand subscribers. When SEBI registered advisors, the legal ones are struggling to get 
even a few hundred. Managing money without PMS license has proliferated for less than the first two categories, but it's still quite common. A recent spat in social media over a stock trader having given one crore to an options trader to manage money was eye-opening. Within a few months, the options trader had lost 72% of the money, put in his own money to compensate for the loss temporarily, and then came out with a 40% return. This has caused a lot of comment on both sides, but very few noticed or commented that this entire activity was illegal. I can see an exponential rise in the number of unregistered financial advisors, if you can call them. How big is this illegal market? To get a sense of this, take a look at SEBI's sporadic orders on such illegal activity. One such order a few days ago reveals that an unknown service had managed to garner almost 6 crore of fees over a couple of years or so. The promoter is now absconding. So he has asked him to return the fees. I don't know who's going to return it now. According to me, about 200 to 300 people are making a few crores a year, some in double digits. And I'm not even talking of algo trading, which is another huge illegal advisory service, and also PMS which is done through by algo and all of that algo part has grown, grown to a monstrous size. In short, the massive size of this illegal business and the huge spread of fin influencers across platforms such as Telegram, Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook and YouTube, it all makes me feel that Sevi has already lost the battle to control them. There's just too many of them. But this only makes a monkey out of those who are registered and following the rules and trying to give an honest advice. But then, who cares? If you like this video, please do subscribe and do share. Thanks for watching.